0: Welcome to a time of worship and prayer to connect with our Creator, heart, soul, and mind. In Matthew 22, the Sadducees ask Jesus what the greatest commandment is. His answer is twofold. He replies, You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. This is the great and first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So friends, this time is a time set aside for us to worship and pray, not only with our minds, but with our hearts and our souls, so that we can be transformed from the inside out and love our neighbors as ourselves. My hope with these weekly meditations is to give us space to reflect on what we heard in the sermon on Sunday. How do we take what we heard and know in our heads to be true and let it transform our hearts into the likeness of Christ? So wherever you are, I just invite you to take a deep breath in through the nose and let it out through the mouth. In through the nose and let it out through the mouth. One more time, in through the nose. And out through the mouth inhale through the nose seal the lips and exhale through the nose and then just continue to breathe with your own rhythm of breath inhaling through the nose and exhaling through the nose genesis 2 7 says then the lord god formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living creature so as you're here just breathing in and out through the nose i invite you to take a moment to give thanks to the one who gave you that breath and know that he is as close to you as your next breath as you're here just to begin to notice what your breath is like Where do you feel your breath in your body? Can you begin to notice the pace of your breath? Maybe even the quality or the temperature of your breath? As you breathe in, is your breath high up in your chest or can you begin to let it come all the way down to the bottom of your belly? Letting your ribs expand, let your belly expand with the breath in. And then with the breath out, just imagine that you're emptying a balloon, releasing that stale air that no longer serves you, making room for fresh, life-giving oxygen. And then just begin to let each breath become a little longer and a little slower than the last. The more that I learn about the breath and the calming effects it has on our nervous system, the more I am amazed at God's design. Of course, he designed us to be calmed by breathing in his breath of life. So now I just invite you to begin to notice your body. If you're seated in a chair, plant your feet firmly on the ground and sit up nice and tall. Or maybe you're walking as you're listening to this. If so, just begin to notice your feet as they move along the ground. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, can you begin to relax your shoulders, relax your jaw, and just continue to breathe deeply the breath of life. To connect our minds to our hearts and our souls, we're going to practice breath prayer. This practice of breath prayer is the intentional linking of our breath with a word or a short phrase. Our breathing is something that comes naturally. It's automatic, continuous, and involuntary. And when we let our inhales and our exhales represent an intentionally chosen prayer, we begin to live out Paul's instructions in 1 Thessalonians five seventeen to pray without ceasing. So in the quiet of your heart, on your next inhale, whisper, no matter what, and as you exhale, my hope is in you. Inhale no matter what, and exhale, my hope is in you. Take a moment to just breathe and pray it out with your own rhythm of breath, inhaling no matter what, and exhaling, my hope is in you. This week, Aaron talked about Revelation 15 and 16. Revelation 15 says, Then I saw another sign in heaven, great and amazing, seven angels with seven plagues, which are the last, for with them the wrath of God is finished. And I saw what appeared to be a sea of glass mingled with fire, And also those who had conquered the beast and its image and the number of its name standing beside the sea of glass with hands of harps of God in their hands and they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God and the song of the lamb saying, great and amazing are your deeds, O Lord God, the mighty, just and true are your ways, O King of the nations. Who will not fear, O Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship you, for your righteous acts have been revealed. After this, I looked and the sanctuary of the tent of witness in heaven was opened. And out of the sanctuary came the seven angels with the seven plagues, clothed in pure bright linen, with golden sashes around their chests. And one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls full of the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. And the sanctuary was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power, and no one could enter the sanctuary until the seven plagues of the seven angels were finished. What I want to focus on today is Aaron's statement after reading this passage of scripture. He said, the plagues draw God's wrath to an end. No one escapes the plagues. Righteous acts are revealed when we go through the seven plagues. And as a result of that, all the nations come and worship him. He went on to say, We don't draw people to the throne room of God by escaping the plagues. We draw people to the throne room by how we go through them. When we try to avoid the hard things in our life, the reality is we are missing a huge piece of the weight of our testimony. Friends, I have witnessed this firsthand as I have watched loved ones go through some really hard things in the last few years. And watching them suffer, and yet put their hope in Jesus has drawn me closer to God because of how they suffered well. Friends, our call in our lives is to be more and more like Jesus each and every day. This is the sanctification process. We will never be perfect at it, but through the power of the Holy Spirit living in us, we can begin to respond like Christ in any and all situations but especially the hard ones. And when we respond like Jesus, we put him on display and he gets the glory. Remember the saying, what would Jesus do? Although it's cliche, we must ask ourselves that every day and reflect to see if our behavior matches what he would do. And if not, how do we grow to be more like him? so next time we can respond in a more Christ-like manner. So let's take a moment and reflect. What suffering are you going through right now? Or have you gone through in the past where you didn't respond like Jesus? As I say every week, there is no condemnation in Christ. So don't beat yourself up here. Just take a moment to give yourself permission to acknowledge a moment that didn't go well. And now I just invite you to take that moment and lay it at the feet of Jesus, giving it to him. And now I invite you to breathe the breath of life deep into your lungs and invite the Holy Spirit into your heart to transform you from the inside out so that you can be more and more like Jesus each and every day. Take a moment to remind yourself that whatever suffering you are facing right now, God is not calling you out of it. He is calling you through it, so that you can put Him on display. And remember that He is always right there with you, each and every step of the way, inviting you to trust Him through the process, And on the other side of that, your faith will be strengthened and someone else who is watching will be inspired to know more about Jesus because of how you walked through the fire with Jesus as your guide. So Father God, I just thank you for your word. I thank you that no matter what happens in our lives, we know that you are right there with us. And Lord, as we encounter hard things in life, I pray that each of us begins to respond more and more like you, so that our testimony shows who you are, that you are and always will be the victor. Lord, forgive us for the times in the past when we have not responded well in the face of suffering, and help us to grow more like you each and every day. And Lord, I pray that as we see the suffering in the world around us, that we can bring your light to the darkness and bring heaven crashing into earth. It's in your name that I pray. Amen.
1: Christ is my father.